Need a few minutes to reset? Great Minds is a podcast from SBS that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Australia, so the experts say, uses a lot of plastic. Geoff Spinks, it's a senior professor in the University of Wollongong's School of Engineering. They're amazing uh, materials for all sorts of different applications. They're cheap, they're lightweight, they're strong, they're easy to shape into, into all sorts of different shapes and that's why they've become so, so ubiquitous really in, in all the products that we use. So without um, any other consequences on the manufacturers in downstream, then of course they, they will they're going to use a, a great material you know they produce a great product at a good price but increasingly there's concern about how much plastic australia is generating nina gabor from the australian institute says that charging for the use of plastic packages could be part of the solution we consume 3.8 million tons of plastic every year and now to put that into context that's 72 sydney harbour bridges That's the size of it, and that's how much plastic we're consuming in Australia. The Institute says a tax on plastic packaging could raise $1.5 billion a year for the federal government. The initiative has been inspired by a European Union tax that requires member states to pay 800 pounds per tonne of plastic packaging waste that is not recycled. In Australian dollars, this means 1,300 per tonne of virgin or unrecycled plastic. Nina Gabor says that could do a lot of good. Imagine that that 72 harbour bridges worth of plastic was converted into uh, money via tax. We could do so much with it. You know, we could clean up a lot of pollution. We can come up with potentially alternatives to um, plastic that are healthier for the environment and for people. But Kate Noble, the World Wildlife Fund Senior Ocean Policy Manager, says this should not be considered a long-term solution. We really shouldn't be seeing that as a, as a long-term source of income because the very purpose of that particular environmental tax is to start to reduce the amount of plastic going into the system rather, rather than raising revenue. But it's, it's a potentially really important lever um, for Australia to be using to reduce plastic production, consumption and, um, and even pollution. She says reducing plastic use is not just a human issue, but a much broader environmental one. Most plastic is uh, derived from fossil fuels, oil and gas. So there's a huge amount of energy and a huge amount of resources um, embodied in the plastic that we use. When we make plastic that lasts only for seconds or minutes or even weeks, um, that's an enormous waste. Unfortunately, a lot of the plastic that is made also leaks into the environment, which causes really serious harms to wildlife and marine ecosystems, uh, including injury, disease um, and even unfortunately death. We're, we're also seeing a growing and emerging evidence based around the impact of plastic pollution on human health. So we know that it's having an impact. We don't know exactly what those long-term impacts will be, but we know, for example, that microplastics are present in human breast milk. Businesses and consumers are still opting into the use of plastic. Kate Noble says that the practicality of plastic makes it hard to live without it. Plastic is a, a versatile material and it is really quite essential in some applications. The issue is that um, we've allowed it to be used for everything and everywhere. And that's absolutely not appropriate. So it is 
quite reasonable to expect that we will be using plastic into the future. But what we need to make sure is that we're only using it where we absolutely need to use it, that it's designed to be repurposed and reused over and over and over again, and that when it reaches the end of its life, we have a pathway to manage it. Some experts say making plastic sustainable is easier said than done. Professor Spinks says it is complex and expensive. One of the real problems with recycling plastics is that at the fundamental level, plastics don't like to mix with each other. The problem is that when you melt mixed plastics and then shape them and, and solidify them into the final product, that process of solidification means that they separate at the right down at the molecular level. And when they separate, they create these weak interfaces. So your final solid product is very brittle and therefore not very useful. He says there is also a lack of education about recycling. I think that information uh, is missing. It's when I speak about recycled plastics, most people are quite surprised that there's this technical issue around uh, the problem associated with mixing up plastics. And because, and I think the surprise comes partly because we're encouraged as, as, you know, as recyclers, active recyclers, to put all our plastics into one bin. But that, uh, that's not the best way to do it from a recycling point of view. The Australia Institute says recycling issues have to be addressed. They say as a country we're missing every target it is set and recovering less than a fifth of the plastic waste used each year. Yet, consumption is expected to more than double to nearly 10 billion tons by 2050. Adriana Weinstock, SBS News.